Let's open our Bibles this morning to Judges chapter 1 and verse 1. Judges chapter 1, verse 1. Now, after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, Who shall be first to go up for us against the Canaanites to fight against them? Yes. And the Lord said, Judah shall go up. Indeed, I have delivered the land into his hand. Amen. The Lord said, Judah shall go up. God said, this is a year of sons and daughters. I said, Lord, who will go first? The Lord said, Judah shall go first. The one who prays him will be the first to eat the fruit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Judah shall go first. There were many sons. There were many daughters. Who will go first? And fight the battle. And see the victory. Judah shall go first. Amen. I want to title this word, Praise will make a way. Praise the Lord. Your praise will make a way. We have heard and sung the song, God will make a way. This morning, I want to give a small change to the title. The one who prays will make a way. Your praise will make a way. 2018, I'm going to take the praise way. Amen. Not a complaining way. Not a bitter way. But I'm going to take the praise way. I'm going to come out through every battle through my praise. I'm not going to be bitter towards anybody. I'm not going to compare my life with anybody. I'm not going to be competitive with anybody. But I'm going to take the praise way. Hallelujah. For it is praise that will make a way for me. Praise the Lord. It is the praise that will get me out of my problems. It is praise that will get me out of my struggle. It is praise that will take me out of my past and place me in a secure future. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's why in the olden days we would say, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to take a praise way. Amen. Sometimes we have covered, you know, sometimes in certain competition, Olympics, Wimbledon, we have said wild card entry. Praise the Lord. Wild card entry. Somebody who has not been entitled has been given a wild card. Praise the Lord. Today for an entry into what God has kept for us, we don't need a wild card. It's a praise entry. Praise the Lord. We don't need a recommendation. Hallelujah. We don't need people to help us. We don't need a family to help us. We only need to have praise. 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 Give us the entrance. Praise will make a way. Praise will make a way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is not only a praise way that I'm going to take, but I want to tell you, praise will also make a way. Praise the Lord. Look at a person called Joseph. I want to take the life of Joseph most of the time. Joseph saw a dream. He spoke it to his brothers thinking that it's a good dream. 
when god gives us a dream it's a good dream it will not bring restlessness it brings happiness joy it's a good dream he shared it with his father father rebuked him he shared it with his brothers the brother threw him into the pit and said let's go and kill him for they were envious of his dream hallelujah the bible says a day like this when they were in the fields that joseph came to them and when they saw joseph the dreamer coming they said let's kill him but when everybody plotted to kill him this one person said his name was judah let's not kill him let's sell him why should we kill him let's sell him praise the lord judah means praise praise will always save you ah, praise the lord praise will always protect your dream praise will always keep you away hallelujah from the schemes of the enemy praise will always hallelujah protect the purpose of god in your life praise will change the mind of the opponents that is against your life praise will push back that the enemy's force that is coming against you praise praise the lord hallelujah that's why hallelujah praise the lord even when you are thrown into the pit don't get discouraged but turn your praise up praise the lord hallelujah praise the lord sometimes people think it's a difficult thing to do it's a difficult i am not in a situation pastor i don't have the energy to praise him hallelujah praise the lord it was praise that opened up the vision to him you heard about the vision it was praise that opened up the vision hallelujah praise the lord even while he was in the pit hallelujah he would have praised the lord hallelujah that's why he never wanted to go back to israel he wanted to go to egypt because he knew that the vision was in egypt every time praise the lord god has a plan and a purpose for you it's not easy there are obstacles obstacles is a sure sign that god has a purpose over your life hallelujah even joseph had a pit praise the lord hallelujah he praised him lord in the pit he was a pit praiser lift your hands and say i'm a pit praiser i'm a pit praiser i'm a storm praiser hallelujah you praise the lord in the pit you praise the lord in the storm hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord sometimes what happens is the pit is not physical alone not only was joseph's body was thrown into the pit his very emotions went down with him to the pit praise the lord ninne kartav eriyumbo ninde sharira mathramalla ninde manasum ninde manobhavam ellam kuda kuriyilekku povunnathu hallelujah he could have said this does not make any sense how many of you following jesus following a dream following a vision following what god has told you to do has ended up in a pit and said this doesn't make any sense i just shared a dream that was from god why should i be thrown into the pit for that why should i be 
shown a stone face. Why should I be humiliated by the very people I'm trying to help? Why are they not understanding what I'm trying to say? It doesn't make any sense. An unexpected response. Certain people, we expect a response. We expect a negative response. But there are certain people, we expect a positive response. And just imagine the unexpected response. The very people, he thought that he'll get a positive response. He's getting a negative response. Not only Joseph, look at every person who had a dream upon you and a vision upon the life. Moses understood <coughs> that he is in a fellow, he is an Israelite. And when he saw a fellow Israelite attacked by an Egyptian, he killed him. He thought that they will make him the leader. Instead of that, they called him a killer. Praise the Lord. He was rejected. It looks like that he put himself in trouble. Sometimes when you do the right thing, you, it looks like that you put yourself in trouble. Praise the Lord. He had to flee from Egypt to the wilderness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The very people, he loved him, hurt him. How about that? The very people for whom he take a risk is the very people who hurt him. And hurt his emotions. To the point that a courageous man overnight became a fearful man and he fled from Pharaoh. That's what happens when people who love you gave you a negative response. It breaks you apart. It was like he went into the pit. Hallelujah. From the palace, boom, thrown into the pit. Rampa from a people who was be for the person who could have become the next king was right down flood, flooding for his life or look at david he had a vision like joseph like moses david had a vision to follow jesus to build a sanctuary for him to be the best king to give the uttermost praise and thanks look at the number of psalms he's written he wanted to be the best psalmist. I don't think he ever wanted to kill people, ever wanted to commit adultery. He wanted to do his best. And he thought the person who would support him would be his wife, Mikal. But just imagine, he is dancing his guts out, praising the Lord with all his heart. The very wife he thought supported, made fun of him. Look at the emotional pit that was thrown into him. David, who has never gotten angry with anyone is getting angry i'm not doing for your dad the first time he's calling somebody's father was his own father-in-law why because of the emotional rage he thought mikhal would be the one who appreciated him for his worship for his thanksgiving it was the same mikhal who threw him she made a king look like a servant. Thrown him to the pit. There is nothing more demeaning than your own spouse throwing into the pit. Ask Job and you will know. We can understand Lazarus being in the pit because he was always absent but Jesus came home. 
we know from Luke 10, 38 to 42, Lazarus was never there. So when he ended up in the grave, we say, praise God. That was expected. That was expected of Lazarus to end up in that grave. It was expected of the prodigal son to end up in the pit of the pig. It was expected. Lazarus Joseph. This Joseph was a perfect man. Ended up being in the pit is unexpected. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But those are the times when the unexpected take hold of you. There is something that you can do. You should start praising the Lord. should activate the praise. Let the praise go up. Let Judah go up. Hallelujah. Did you have an unexpected 2017? Hallelujah. 2018, I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to thank the Lord. I'm going to glorify the Lord. I'm going to magnify the Lord. And I will say, look what the Lord has done. I will praise Him continually. Hallelujah. When there is nobody to deliver you, your praise should go up. The Judah should show up. Hallelujah. Look at Paul and Silas. Down in the pit of the jail. Nobody to deliver them. Nobody to speak for them. The Bible says they started praising. Praise made a way. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Joseph praise made a way out of the pit. Hallelujah. Paul and Silas praise made a way out of the prison. Hallelujah. This morning that same God will make a way when you start praising the Lord. He will make a way. Praise Him. You should read Luke's Acts 16. The very people who imprisoned them was the very people who escorted them out of the prison. The very people who the enemy used against your life will be the very people that will say, Oh my God, I now believe that God is with you and not with me. This is the year of the Lord. That the same people who afflicted you and put confined you in the prison will look at you and tell you, Hallelujah, the Lord was with you and was not with me. I am escorting you. Hallelujah. Praise will make your enemy compromise with you. Praise the Lord. It is a word to somebody this night. Praise will make the enemy compromise with you. When you are a pit praiser and a strong praiser, Big praisers and strong praisers, it's not easy for them. That's why in Hebrews chapter 13 and the 15th verse, it says, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise. It's a sacrifice because you don't feel like praising Him at that moment. You don't feel like thanking Him. But the Bible says, hallelujah, let us continually 
offer sacrifices of praise. There is a sacrifice when you see the pit and the prison day after day. And the Lord said, don't be discouraged. Let us continually keep praising Him. Keep thanking Him. Because when you praise the Lord, the blockers and the persecutors and the prostitutes and the witches will move out of the way and God will make a way for you. And instead of all these people, the helpers and the promoters, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, and, and, and the people God has sent over your life, hallelujah, the Isaacs, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, the Rachels, the Rebekahs, hallelujah, will come through your life. Amen. When you make a sacrifice of praise, that's where God will make a way. That is praise will make a way. For Abraham, just like Joseph, to praise the Lord, to think about praise would have been a sacrifice. But look at Abraham in Genesis chapter 21. The Bible says he did not have children. Sarah gave him an idea out of frustration that go and sleep with my Ahaga, my servant Hagar. Servant Hagar. And he willingly, happily went to her, had a child called Ishmael. He had a promise that he'll become the father of the nation. But because Abraham was not seeing the promise and everybody was laughing and questioning his faith for a moment, he thought, I should listen to my wife. And here come out the act of intellect, the act of going after his intellect, the act of going what his flesh told him to do. Here comes Ishmael. And after Ishmael, God was true to his promise. Here Isaac was born. And when Isaac was born, he made a great feast. And here is a problem. Ishmael and Isaac are fighting against each other. So here is Abraham seeing breakthrough and bondage in the same house. Is that about us? Friday to Sunday, breakthroughs. Monday to Thursday, bondages. Friday to Sunday, patience, love, joy, everything. Monday to Thursday, all the acts of the flesh, impatience, anger, what not, arrogance, anxiety, worry, fear, condemnation, discouragement. Friday to Sunday, submission to the pastor. Monday to Thursday, praise the Lord. The number that you are calling is the same. Bondages and breakthroughs is the same house. What will Abraham do? God said, Abraham, what should you do? He said, didn't I tell you that I will make a father of great nations? The Bible says it distrust. Abraham is distrust. He had a spirit of heaviness. He distrust him. He's distrust him. And God ignited the promise again. God said, I've told you. I will make you into a great nation. 
Are you distressed this morning? I want to remind you, did God say that I will make you into a great nation? Did God promise my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory? Did God promise that by this time next year, hallelujah, you will be holding your child in your hands? Did God promise that you will marry, hallelujah, to the best and not the worst? Did God promise that he will send a revival into this nation and you will be a part of it? Did God promise? The next day morning, Abraham got up. He was not distressed because he took the spirit of heaviness and took the garment of praise. Praise the Lord. He said, ha, in my house, there will be only blessing. In my house, there will be only breakthrough. In my house, it will not be a dual story. Hallelujah. This morning, let me tell you, put on the garment of praise in your house. Let there be only peace and joy and righteousness and breakthrough. Let there be no two bondages and breakthrough in the same house. That kind of spirit is leaving this night. Hallelujah, praise God. Peace and fighting will not remain together. Oh, fighting, praise the Lord. I say, fighting out, peace stays. Put on the garment of praise. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. The sacrifice was there in that praise because Ishmael was his own son. To send him that which was on needed a sacrifice, not just praise, a sacrifice of praise. Will always make a way. Praise the Lord. From Genesis 21 to Genesis 22, where he saw the promise fulfilled. The sacrifice of praise made a way for Joseph from the pit. When you read Genesis chapter 39 and 1, the most remarkable scripture, the most remarkable. Read it and see. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelite who had taken him down there. When you have a sacrifice of praise, you make it become valuable. He was bought. He was not given free. He became valuable. He was sold for 20 pieces of silver by the Ishmaelites. Now the Potiphar who is of a greater, richer man is buying him. When you have a sacrifice of praise, my brother, my sister, your life will become more valuable. You are a praiser. You are costly. <laughs> you are a costly commodity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yellarum nanangadatiya. എല്ലാരും <laughs> He did not stop praising. It's a sacrifice. In Genesis chapter 39, 30. Read it. I am amazed. The Potiphar misunderstood him. Threw him into the prison. But what happened? Genesis 
40, 30. No, it's not there. Come on. Hallelujah. 41, 30. <laughs> but after them, seven years of famine will arrive. And all the plenty. Oh, Rabakoro Thank you, Jesus. Uh, 38, 39, 19, 39, 20, sorry, 39, 20. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. Praise it, the Lord. The Potiphar, the master of Joseph, put him into the king's prison. Hmm. He got closer to the king and to the palace. Oh, come on church. Come on church. From the pit, hallelujah, closer to the king. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you look naturally, he is in the pit. When you look, hallelujah, by faith, he is closer to the king. When you have a sacrifice of praise, Hallelujah. Even your adversity will be turned for good. What the devil meant for evil, God will turn it for good. Hallelujah. And Genesis 41 and the 42nd verse, he was wearing the king's signet ring. A praise. God will make a way. But let me tell you, my word, how? When you praise Him, your praise will make a way. The praise will bring you closer to the promise. The praise will turn what the devil intended for the harm, for your good. The praise, hallelujah. The praise will open up new doors for your life. The praise that Judah show up in your life. Isn't it amazing? When the people who threw him into the pit is sitting on a famine. He is sitting on the plenty when the people who threw him in the pit is sitting in the bullock cart he is sitting on the mercedes benz isn't it amazing the one who threw him into the pit hallelujah has nothing the one who fell into the pit has everything ah come on church this morning the one who fell into the pit had everything with him Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's something more beautiful to that. He married his wife. His wife's name. What is his wife's name? I can't pronounce it. In the 41st chapter. 41st chapter? Yes. Zephanath. Safanath. Safanath? Paniya. Paniya. Gave him a zenith. A zenith. Verse 45. A zenith. Has his wife. Everybody say a zenith. A zenith means misfortune. A zenith means peril. It's a prophetic. Before the church was married to the heavenly Joseph, which was Jesus. 
we were under a misfortune we were under a peril but having married to joseph brought forth manessa and ephraim ah! the church's picture changed when you and i married to jesus the church that is married to jesus there is a change in the way he looks she is no longer a misfortune a misfit she is bringing forth a frame double fruitfulness she is bringing forth manessa thousands and ten thousands even this church married to jesus will bring forth manessas will bring forth a frame hallelujah Blessed be the name of the Lord. It changed the picture. In Genesis 37, the brothers was on the top of the pit and Joseph was in the pit. When you come back to Genesis, the praiser is right up. <laughs> and the one who didn't praise is right down see the shift see the shift praise gives you a shift praise will make a way praise will make a way praise give you a shift don't stop praising him even this night don't stop praising him hallelujah stotra hallelujah kuri kadavan elnete nikudu elnete nadavan kuri kadakudu praise the lord this thudikiva marakarudu don't forget to praise him may god anoint you this morning with a garment of praise let judah go up I will bless the Lord at all times and your praise shall be continued on our lips. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Then why does this stoppage sometimes come in our journey? Why is stoppages? If there is a promise, if God has appointed us promises, breakthroughs, why does an in-between come? Between the promise, between the dream and the palace, dream fulfilled. Why is there a stoppage? Why does things look like, you know, a standstill, a stop, keep coming? And the sin come once, it come, keep comes in our, keep it, shows up multiple times in our life. Why? For that you understand, you have to understand what pitch stops is. How many of you like racing? In car racing, there are pitch stops. Everybody say pitch stops. When the car is low in fuel, the car comes for a pitch stop where it is pulled into the, the place called the pit and the time of refueling happens the car is brought into the pit stop to prepare the car for the rest of the race god sometimes bring you to pit stops to refuel your life praise the lord to prepare you for the rest of the journey don't be discouraged don't be disheartened hallelujah stotra hallelujah it is to know that i need a fresh anointing a fresh refueling of the holy ghost hallelujah amen 
In the same way, the pit stops, the stoppages in our life is not the end. The difficult times, the problems, the challenges, the in-between. God is using it to refuel us, refuel our faith, refuel our anointing and to prepare us for the rest of the seasons that is ahead of our life. Praise the Lord. It's a refreshing time and it's through your praise that you are refreshed. It is through your praise brings refreshing. Praise the Lord. Well up, O river. Praise. Hallelujah. When there is to stop, the Israelites said, Well up. Hallelujah. Refresh. Stoppage is coming to refuel you. That's the time. We say, Lord, I thank you having brought this far. It's a time to praise Him and thank Him. Not to complain of what I did not get. Not of complaining of who hurt me. Hallelujah. It is the time to understand all those things were used. Hallelujah. To prepare you for your race. Your bitterness. Your corrections. Hallelujah. Your, your setbacks. All. God is not, hallelujah, silent about it. He's not blind about it. He is aware of it. He is using all that to prepare you. For the rest of your race we need to have a good attitude at that time not a negative one we need to be focused on what we have we need to be focused on what is left we should not look at our past we should not focus and gaze on our mistakes we should see what God has given us for praise will make a way hallelujah without the pitch stops we cannot be prepared for the rest of the journey now the problem is this, the problem is this. Some people think their pit stop is their house. They make a home in that pit stop. 2017, you made a home in your pit stop. You got so discouraged. You got so disheartened. You made a party around it. You called everybody who joined you and said, let's have a pity party. Sometimes you get discouraged. You say, I was doing so well. Why did I have a pitch stop? Oh, praise God. How many of you ask that? Why is there a pitch stop? I can understand about him. He's a, I mean, he is an unsteady character. He should have some pitch stops. But why should I have? I was doing well. I was coming to church. I was praying. I was praising. I was thanking the Lord. Why am I having a pitch stop? It is to fulfill. It is to refuel you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The great heroes of faith. Sarah, Abraham, David, Daniel, Samuel, Samson. All had their pit stops to refuel them to move forward. The pit stop is not your stop. It's not your permanent stop. It's not your finishing place. Your life is not supposed to end midway. Your life is not supposed to end defeated. Your life should go forward into victory and to the promises, the bigger things God has kept for you. How many of you believe that? Praise will make a way. Praise will refuel us. Amen. Some people say, I'm in a big pit. You need a big praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at somebody, brother. You need a big praise. You are in a big pit, but you need a big praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Don't believe that lie. 
which are temporary praise makes a way into new levels of our lives breaks continuous our journey praise gives us new relationships praise brings new solutions praise brings new promotions hallelujah have a sacrifice of praise hallelujah so why does the stoppage come it is to prepare you to the rest of your journey some of you see 2017 like an end what else it was preparing you for something great it was preparing you to go to greater things greater nations hallelujah petra church hallelujah yo 2017 would have been a refueling base hallelujah but 2018 we are continuing our journey hallelujah to greater purposes of god number 2 if there is a promise why there is a stoppage to test our faith to overcome the attitude of negativity when we go through dark moments and discouraging moments of our life negative things controlling and gripping our thoughts and pulling us emotionally into depression it is the words of praise is always the words of faith praise is automatically words of faith praise is an automatic faith that you are releasing out of your mouth that's why praise is so powerful that's why when you come you should praise the lord that's why the lord said enter his gates with praise and his courts with thanksgiving it always gives an entrance hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah it breaks the negativity hallelujah amen it protect your dreams lack of time number 3 why does the stoppage come this the test of character to stay positive forgiving patient and all together with a smile when everything is going wrong it's the test of character ah come on church when you are rejected when you are forgotten when you are treated as less when you are considered as common when you are dishonored and emits that still believing for something good takes character so romans 16:19 said be excellent in what is good and be innocent in evil and the god of peace will soon crush the devil under your feet hallelujah jesus sent his disciples he said be innocent as doves and wise as serpents hallelujah praise the lord it's a test of character amen praise will make a way what sort of praise after that i'll pray with you what sort of praise number 1 psalm 1197 what sort of praise psalm 1197 i will praise you with uprightness of heart when i learn your righteous judgments i will praise you with an upright heart a praise should be upright joseph was not considered a great man not for the many right things that he did but because god's presence was always with him 
you might not be a perfect person but if your heart is right god's presence will always be with you praise the lord now pride praise is not speaking about you are perfection it's speaking about the condition of your heart the attitude of a heart was not one of ego or one tried to prove himself not one that was so focused and self promoting it was a heart who wanted to do best for the lord hallelujah wherever he was he said i want to glorify the lord because sometimes people think i'm doing everything good and why things are not happening for me i'm doing the right thing 2 chronicles chapter 25 2 says so the reason 2 chronicles 25:2 and he did what was right in the sight of the lord but not with a loyal heart hmm. he did amaziah the king did what was right in the sight of the lord but not with a whole heart a loyal heart a right heart so you can do things right without the right heart bible says god loves a generous giver in other words you can give out of compulsion but he said i can use it but who i am looking at is a generous giver a generous heart he loves the cheerful giver so it's not doing the right things it is the condition of the heart god blesses us people can come on friday sunday do many things out of compulsion out of fear might do the right thing but we need to ask the lord 2018 lord i want to do the right thing but with the right heart some people might not commit adultery out of fear what if i get aids thank god at least for that reason you are not doing it and destroying your family but if you want to have the real blessing you should not commit adultery because you love your wife so much your husband so much you don't even want to think about it oh thank god this is ministering to somebody this morning a praise should come with an upright heart number 2 it should be a holy praise it should be a holy praise you cannot hold potiphar's wife's hands and praise him with the other hand god is holy it should be a holy praise i have seen as a pastor unholy people can never praise the lord they can come to church but they can never praise with a full heart full voice it can't they will never have the energy to praise the lord but people who have washed their heart cleansed their soul have such an energy like habakkuk even when nothing works he said i still praise the lord i have a praise left inside of my heart come on come on come on therku onnum illengilum ഒരു ആരാധന ഒരു സ്തുതി ആത്തു കിടക്കുന്നുണ്ട് ഹാലലൂയ 
praise that makes the way. A holy praise destroys the principalities. You know why you are bombarded with lust and uncleanness? Because you and I start praising with a holy praise. It breaks the principalities, authorities, past dominions. Sometimes we are acting holy. I, as the pastor, knows what kind of temptation that is sent across this church. I know. A few days back, God woke me up early. I mean, it was default. My son was having high fever and I got up at about 2.50. Correct at 3 o'clock, God said, pray. Correct at 5.30, I sensed a spirit of lust that was released into the city. But because maybe that day was me, maybe another day, maybe another servant of God, another child of God, God was helping to discern it even before the devil released it. I broke its power. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you, when the devil released it, it did not have the venom in it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a good time to give praise and thanks to God. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Let's have a praise break. A praise break. A praise break. Real Holy Ghost break. We magnify you, Jesus. We bless you. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory. We love you, Jesus. We exalt you. We magnify you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We honor you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for sending your word, Lord. Hallelujah. We exalt you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be your holy name, Lord. Hallelujah. We exalt you. We magnify you. We thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. From the rising of the sun to its going down. Oh, your name we will praise you, Lord. Bless the Lord of my soul. Let all that is within me bless his holy name. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. You are the light of Judah. Oh, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The Prince of Peace, everlasting God. We thank you, Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Oh, God is setting people from the power of the pit this night. Hallelujah. He's setting you free. Making a way in the pit. He's making a way in the storm. Yes. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. We praise you, we praise Hallelujah. you, we praise you. Hallelujah. We honor you, Lord. Hallelujah. And last, what sort of a praise we should have? A faith-filled praise. Everybody say, a faithful praise. Hallelujah. A faithful praise. Somebody said, don't be a cover girl for the book of Lamentations. Some people are always crying. They are the book girl. 
Hallelujah for the book of Lamentation. I always have a praise and a thanksgiving. Amen. Some people say, Pastor, I will praise him if that problem goes. You definitely have to praise him. But God told the people of Jericho to give a shout before the wall came down. It should be a faithful praise. You don't praise after the wall comes down. You faith before the walls come down. Joseph praised before he became the king. That's why the praiser knows when his breakthrough is near. When king called him, he shaved off, changed the garments and was ready. Ah, ready, ready. Because a praiser knows when the breakthrough gets closer. He was ready. Some of you are getting ready for your marriages. Some of you are getting ready for your revival. Some of you are getting ready. Hallelujah. You know it's near. Praise brings the Lord on the scene. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at Joseph. Not only was he ready, there was a small problem. According to the protocol, he could not become the king. He's an Israelite. In Egypt. But the king wanted to make him the king. King broke the protocol. Praise the Lord. And he took his signet ring and gave to an Israelite. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And he said, I am only a king for namesake. A praiser. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A silent bag. Yeah. A silent savior became a reigning king. Hallelujah. Lord, the Lord has sacrificed our praise as we worship the Lord. I was praising.